musical journey and putting yourself out there, how was the response from the 478 area? <laughs> you know, my biggest response has been overseas. Mm -hmm. And that's all I can really say about that. You know? <laughs> platform for artists yeah and it just expanded yeah like I think uh, technically this year I've only had maybe 10 or 12 artists okay it's not artist heavy anymore right. it's more business owner heavy okay mm, I relate to them right on it's your the, entrepreneur side mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad to be one of the 10 of the artists that is here yeah, yeah. I've been, you know I've been I've been uh, <laughs> more selective right. of artists that I bring on and they actually have to have talent and stuff. Oh wow, <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> that matters. I'm, yes, it does, it does. So let's talk about your uh, your singing journey. Okay. Um, when, when did you start out? Um, I imagine just based off of your sound, you used to sing in church? Yeah, I definitely started off in the church. That's, that's my roots for sure. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then when did it turn professional for you? I didn't really become professional until I got to college mm -hmm. and I really was like around all these different rappers and they mm -hmm. would hear me sing and they'd be like hop on my track and so you know <laughs> that's what I did I, I did I, like literally I probably have so many songs with so many rappers mm -hmm. um, and if social media was like a buzz back then it, mm -hmm. there's no telling but so that's kind of how I got started and I transitioned into acting into mm -hmm. 2015 mm -hmm. and acting was like my life and up until 2021 and I was on this TV series that's on Amazon Prime called mm -hmm. something like love and they ended up using one of my old records as mm -hmm. a showrunner and people were going crazy for the song when the show came out mm -hmm. 
And so I told my manager, I'm like, yo, we should put this out as a single because people mm -hmm. are liking my music. And mm -hmm. so it went from like me putting out a single to before the end of the 2021, I had done like 71 shows. I had oh, like wow. opened up for all these t like dope artists. It was in crazy. a year? In a year. You was moving. Yeah, I was moving. I was, I was really moving last year. But and so the start of 2022 we really got more uh, precise with our movements and how mm -hmm. we wanted to do things. And that's when I released my album, April of 2022. <laughs> Why April? Um, so technically, I wanted to release the album on my birthday. In mm -hmm. 2019, I had gone through a wild situation and in that journey, I wrote down everything that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I had this plan that in 2020, I was going to release an album on my birthday. Mm -hmm. And so 2020 happened, you know, pandemic. None mm -hmm. of that happened. Yeah. I was just an actress. What's your birthday cold. month? March. March the 31st. Oh, you're Aries. I'm an Aries. I'm right. an Aries. Hey. I'm an Aries, though. Yeah, we're a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you still got the same Aries, sign. Though. Right. It's just yeah, a little, yeah, a little different. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to be born in April. I don't know if that makes a difference. But, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, right. just a side note, they say the April Aries are a little bit, you know, on the the crazier side or whatever. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna say hmm. <laughs> so it went from me wanting to kind of try to recreate something that I had already written mm -hmm. and saying that that could come to life. And unfortunately, we still had some more work to do. Shout out to my brother, Ron Boogie. He's a person who like did all my mixing mastering. Mm -hmm. And we needed a couple more weeks. So we did a private listening party on my birthday. Mm -hmm. And okay. I invited about 70 people out to this wonderful uh, venue in Atlanta, Access Lounge. Mm -hmm. And people went crazy about it. And so I was on eggshells for three weeks because I'm like, oh my God, we're about to release it. Mm -hmm. And we released it um, April uh, 20th, mm -hmm. 2022. Okay, uh, smoking day. Yep, okay. it's called Bloom. Yeah, you know. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> so you're uh, you're a native Jamaican. I am not a native Jamaican at all. I'm okay. actually, I grew up in Warner Robins, mm -hmm. but I'm from a really small town called Soperton, Georgia, and I say I'm is from it there. Going towards Augusta? No, it's going oh. towards Savannah. Savannah. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. I thought that was oh, so that's how you say it. I always thought it was like Soperton. Soperton. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure someone pronounces it that way, but yeah, Soperton. Soperton. Yeah, so okay. Soperton and Vidalia, that's like where my grandparents uh, were. Yeah, yeah. Real country girl. Sweet. Okay. Exactly. But then I, I've been in Warner Robins since I was like two months old. But oh, okay. So. You know, summers, holidays. They was in the country. Yeah. So four, seven, eight, raised in. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So as you. Uh, doing your musical journey and putting yourself out there, how was the response from the 478 area? You know, my biggest response has been overseas. Mm -hmm. And that's all I can really say about that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and so, but I rep home well, and so, I always just love will. love your PR uh, responses. Yep, don't you? <laughs> So yeah, so um, I'm super thankful to the people, you know, that have been playing my music, who really support me. Mm -hmm. um, Atlanta loves the heck out of me. I always mm -hmm. get so many shows. Most of my, out, out of Georgia, my, mm -hmm. um, my, my listeners are in, are in Atlanta.
Mm -hmm. So, is there plans like to go up there to where it'll be like easier to network and mingle and stuff like that? Well, I'm always there. I'm usually there like two to three times out of the week. Um, mm -hmm. It's just kind of my life. So I commute and I make it make sense for what I got going on. But mm -hmm. it would be nice to have a permanent transition there. I heard it's a whole lot more expensive to live up there now. It is. It's completely night and day. Yeah. 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 I, I used to, um, prior to uh, becoming a full-time entrepreneur, I used to work at Norfolk Southern in Midtown. Okay. And I did that for six and a half years. I traveled from Macon to Atlanta. And then I bought a house in Griffin to just ease the commute. But when I was at that, I was like, yeah, this shit is so overrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, I've heard so, so many great things about Nashville. Yeah, it, I mean, it's dealt for whatever. Like, yeah. I don't really care for it anymore, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually had a friend that just went to Nashville or whatever, and she posted it. I was like, oh, my hometown. She's like, man, it was so, like, I was like, yeah, I get it or whatever because right. they're not from there. But right. being from there, knowing all about it or whatever, um, seeing how the city has changed, because every time I go back or whatever, I see something different or whatever. Um, I just fell out of love with it. Right. Actually, I'm, I'm in love with Macon right now. Yeah. Uh, and actually the 478 area. Um, I appreciate the small, it being smaller, but still big enough. Um, I love the fact that, yes, it is a little behind on some things, but it's trying to catch up. Right. And the potential. So, for, for growth, right. Uh -huh. It's so much talent and just... It's a lot of good things in Middle Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, I've never met as many talented people as I have in Middle Georgia, and most of the people that are like in Atlanta, they don't—they're mm -hmm. not from Atlanta. So yeah, yeah, it's oh, cool yeah. to see people who are all from the same community um, and see their talent. So, uh, what's been the best thing that you've experienced so far in your career? Being like trending in the UK. Uh, shout out to Herb Middleton, my brother. He mm. has, we have a record out called A Girl's Best Friend, mm. which is on DJ Bigger's uh, radio station right now in the UK. It's been mm. number eight on the charts for two months. It hasn't even been released in the United States. That's what's up. Right. And so just like I said, once again, all the love that I'm getting from the UK, like that for me, that's 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 amazing. So that's probably been the highlight for me. So what's been like, you know, so the opposite of that, what's been the suckiest thing you've had to experience? You know, I had this huge festival in that same small place called Soperton, Georgia. Wait, oh, no, 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 not that. That is hilarious. Disclaimer, I'm not talking uh -huh. about that. Okay. Spotify. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Ooh. So another festival that I was supposed to be in, this is the second year in a row, mm -hmm. and I was so excited. I was going to be the first black artist mm -hmm. that they'd ever have graced our stage, and the day of the show, it just or down raining oh, and wow. that just crushed me because we had like so many dope rehearsals I had a dope mm -hmm. band from mm -hmm. Atlanta coming down like it was gonna drive three and a half hours just so that we could make it happen we were like really excited about the show mm -hmm. and that's just kind of the ebbs of the flows of the industry because mm -hmm. we don't always get what we want and no. so in that moment I was crushed because mm -hmm. I worked so hard to put on a great show for my hometown my community yeah. and it not coming to fruition like that was that was hard for me no, I definitely understand that mm -hmm. um, so what do you like better do you like to perform write or record what's, mm. the, what's your top or can you I love one, performing two, yeah I love performing okay I love recording and mm. then writing would definitely be like Number four, I would have to find something else that could be number three. <laughs> I'm a good writer, but like uh -huh. my, I overthink when I write, and so my mm. whole entire album, Bloom, I we freestyle the, I freestyle the whole album. Okay. So, 
like when I write, sometimes I hinder myself from like really feeling it. Mm. So a friend of mine said yesterday, like when you write, you can hear your intelligence, but when mm -hmm. you freestyle, you hear your soul. And so I like to bring the soul to the music. So okay. yeah, yeah. I like that. Where did you, you go to school at? Um, college or yeah, I went to Fort Valley State. I'm a Fort Valley. Are you really? Yeah, that's 2006. Yeah. Oh wow! Business, so uh, marketing. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so there's a reason why, you know, Big Darius shows blue and gold. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the Fort Valley State University. The, the Fort Valley. Okay, that's what I said. <laughs> See, that makes me, I mean, you're Aries. I'm Aries. You're talented. Both went to Fort Valley. And both went to Fort Valley. You know what? <laughs> Fort Valley. You're going to be my new favorite artist. Right. Um, then maybe 478 will be listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're going to listen because I'm going I'm to do, it's going to do what it do. Right. Um, I, I think um, with that though, I think sometimes people put people in a box and with you being a resident of, you know, Warner Robins, because um, I think um, you might know her, uh, Marley Blue. Mm -hmm. I remember when she was Miss Tiffany. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I always like, you know, show love and everything, but I think sometimes when you're from an area, people like to put you in a box because how they were introduced to you. And they don't want to leave room for growth. Mm -hmm. And when you start growing, it starts making them realize what they're not doing with their life. So that's my theory. I ain't scientifically proven that or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, but I think that's what it just is. You know, so, sometimes people just have like resentment for themselves and they project that onto others. Um, because what I've noticed is that a lot of transplant people mm. will be way more supportive of stuff. Um, and give people the opportunity to grow and to support them along the way in the hometown grown or whatever. Exactly. But I will guarantee you though, what? go and have a hit and watch what it's like, <laughs> like a national hit. Yeah. See what happened. Even well, a regional coming. hit. Um, <laughs> it's definitely coming. But I, like I know you, uh, you've collaborated with a few artists around here that I know. Um, tell me about that process. Like, how do you determine who you want to collaborate with and, you know, are you, uh, I don't know, is it like a certain standard or something like that? Well, not standard, but does it like have to fit your brand and all that? Yeah, kind of for sure. It definitely has to fit my brand. Speaking of Marley Blue, mm -hmm. I did a song with her when she was Miss Tiffany. I mean, mm -hmm. we go way, way, way back. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and Billy Slum. Mm -hmm. um, I did songs with him when he was just a rapper. You mm -hmm. know, now he's a singer. We got mm -hmm. a song out together. Mm -hmm. I like people. Yeah, I, I like that video. Yeah. I saw that. Oh, you like the video? Mm -hmm. Okay, That's cool, good. cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's like, dope. He, okay, so me and him have a relationship where we go like way back. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, I'm not trying to like sidetrack the interview or whatever. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it took him like, you know, a good two years to like let me into his inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> You but I get it though. Yeah. I get it though, cause like I was, I was, I was uh, knocking at his door like 2010 and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, you're so talented and everything. I'm like, man, I could work with you and blah 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 or whatever. So I think we really started like, you know, 2011 was like the transition or whatever. Did from 2012 and on. Like I call him right now, whatever. Like, you know, we joke with each other. <clears throat> we do skits with one another. Um, when like he sends me a lot of his stuff before right. he releases it, right? Um, so I saw that video that Centrail shot with y'all, right. and I told him what I thought about it. And I was like, man, this shit dope. And I even 
where he started the transition of singing. Right. And he was telling me, like, man, I'm gonna think I'm gonna do this and everything. I'm like, okay, come on, let's go. Um, so yeah, that yeah, we do a lot of stuff. But anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so I I basically just uh like to work with artists who kinda have the same vision as me. Mm -hmm. I feel like anybody who has a microphone in their hand or, you know, the opportunity to speak, mm -hmm. you need to speak power through it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not one to judge people on what it is that they put out. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that I want to like be on a positive spectrum because mm -hmm. I have been on a negative spectrum of this life and mm -hmm. I haven't always done things the right way. Mm -hmm. And so now I kind of pride myself in trying to like like lead with positivity and love. Yeah. yeah. So I'm with you. I like the fact that you're honest in that though. Um, what? The fact that you said you like you've done things that, you know, oh, negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you yeah. see what it is and you know that's the area you go it's like the people i tell with this uh, whole uh, platform i could do way more numbers if i was like you know trying to do like a, a wendy williams type vibe or charlamagne the guy when he first started no he still does some stuff now but he's not like he was way back in the day mm -hmm. um but that's not how i built the platform right and i don't want to alienate the audience and all that stuff whatever and plus Positivity, I don't see where positivity dies off. Negativity dies off um, because somebody else is trying to outdo that other one. Mm -hmm. But I've seen where positivity, imaging, and just, you know, just being positive in general, it stays constant. So it's everlasting. Exactly. So I think, like, your music will, like, keep living. Thank you. As opposed to some other stuff I've been hearing on that. Right. Done in like three months. Yeah. Um, I don't like the trendy stuff. I like the real stuff, you mm -hmm. know? So. And that's no disrespect to anybody that does the trendy stuff because people mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, well, I'm, you know, it's a lane for everything. Or exactly. Um, I, yeah. And I think sure. people should understand that and respect that. Like, you know, and some of the trendy stuff, like I listen to it and I like it, like, you know, have a bop to it or whatever. Right. Um, but it's not something I'm going to just play and, you know what I'm saying, keep playing or introduce it to where my kids are like, you know, mm -hmm. just going to consume it. Right. You know, what well, they've been consuming, they've been consuming all of my 90s. That'd be playing. <laughs> that like even if it was like nineties and it was aggression and stuff like that, it was still an underlining storyline to it. It was. Um and like I have look like I'm a huge, huge, huge not local, but any I, I don't call y'all local. I call y'all indie artists. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this your boy thirty one savage and uh, you know, get that clue shop soap. So you use this for your body and your face. Yeah, but what you do, you just take out that pack, that packaging, baby, and you, you run it over some water. Yeah, go ahead and lather it up, yeah, nice and good, and yeah, you run your hand on that smooth bar, oh, across the wrist. Touch those fingers and get in between them. Oh, yeah, just, just bring it back. And once again, yeah. Oh, can't anybody do it like this? Oh yeah, this this seven place champion, you know. Make sure you just rinse it off nice and gently. I don't call y'all indie. I mean local. I don't call y'all local. One right. I think is a derogatory term. Right. Um I call y'all indie. Because I'm like, man, you you're based out of like, you know, from Warner Robins, but you stream international. Right. So you're an independent artist. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I've always loved the term indie. 
Like back in the day, people used to like. I didn't understand it. I was like, what is that? What's indie artist? <laughs> no, now I know, system. but right, you know? but but there I'm are some fakes out there though too. Right, they they like they have the labels like behind them supporting them and saying they're indie and they're saying they indie yeah, 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 yeah. and they've been using that for like the last about four or five years now. I didn't know that. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had no idea. Like when you uh, like on my end of the spectrum, because I don't know if I told you, like I used to make music. Mm -hmm. Um. And when I transit, like, okay, first of all, I only made music just so I could show artists, you know, that I can do X, Y, Z or whatever. So as an executive, I would be great to like work with. Um, and I love the creative process and all that stuff, whatever. But when you like flip the other side of the coin or whatever, you get to, you get to see all this other stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Um, how some things are perceived as like, you know, real and when they're really not. You to see like the fake uh, stuff that these companies do, like the farm uh, housing, where uh, it's basically click farms. So, with, uh, and this is some of the practices. So they'll push an artist, and they'll want them like you know what I'm saying him or her to reach a certain uh, status. So they have all these computers set up, and everybody goes to the link or whatever clicks on it, listens to about 20, 30 seconds or whatever, and moves on to the next. There's actually companies that you, you can pay to boost your numbers and all that stuff, and then the bots and all that stuff, whatever. So like the system is actually really rigged. Right. And I don't think a lot of younger artists realize that. Mm -hmm. um, and then like the ones who feel like they have this gripe about not blowing up, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I could talk about demo today or whatever. <laughs> Only because, like, I don't get it. Like, I knew what it was. Like, this is music business. Mm -hmm. And the art form is only 10% of the industry. Right. Um, so once you get past that, you got to learn business. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, most creatives have a hard time of the business. Right. Um, you know, because they're like, was it right brain thinkers? Or are they your creativity or left mm -hmm. brain? I definitely think like each artist needs to have a team behind them because mm -hmm. without my team, it would be hard for me to stay on track as well myself. Mm -hmm. um, my team kind of keeps me together with, with some of that more business aspect. And because sometimes as an artist, especially if you're working like as hard as me, mm -hmm. we I'm, I'm tired. So like mm -hmm. if I'm doing three shows back to back, um, I need I need to come home and like crash like mm -hmm. on the fourth day and then I got to get right back up on the fifth day and then mm -hmm. do it all again You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes time is so time-consuming just mm -hmm. being an artist just producing art mm -hmm. So yeah, and then you're a, you're a woman artist too. So it's even more. Yeah um, Because I already know that well one I love the fact that you're a singer so you for will forever have a career um, unlike you know rappers or whatever because of the way that they're put out there as products now I personally don't believe in throwing away artists and stuff like that um, Just because they get older the older they get the better they are right. I love them as like, you know Musicians and stuff like it's that. Fine wine. Yeah, exactly. just continue to grow. Um, but I do know statistically though What if I'm like, right. like five years right. maybe right, right. <laughs> Then they're replaced um, especially within rap and hip-hop um, But you with you singing though uh, I'm like as long as you got your voice or whatever, you can always perform. Um, but on the flip side, you're always ex always uh, in you know just speaking with other uh, female artists and actually signing a female artist and working with her and stuff like that and just knowing how the industry is, you're always like having a overdo. And yeah. Outwork. You have to outwork. 
<laughs> everyone, including yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't now. Like now that I'm at this level, mm -hmm. you know, I did 71 shows last year. I'm not doing 71 shows this mm -hmm. year because even though I was doing 71 shows, I was still running myself crazy. Mm -hmm. So now I'm choosing to do like more quality performances versus just. Exactly. saying that i'm somewhere with a microphone in my hand places yep. that i can really network and really grow and build mm -hmm. and make sure that my fan base grows not places to just want to see a singer you know yeah. what i mean no, no, yeah. no i definitely understand that yeah. um and then like balancing that and like people being at different levels in their career or whatever mm -hmm. and what they want and then people right. not want to you know you know pay and all that stuff so what is one thing you would change overall about the industry if you could just like genuinely letting artists be who they really are so that we can get back to like the real art form to where there's libraries of, of different artists and music that we can all learn from and grow from because we're all a collective of the same mm -hmm. you know and um but being able to express ourselves in our own individuality if that was like promoted more i feel like it would be like a whole different vibration in the whole entire world because people would feel safe to be their own selves mm -hmm. you know we have like a, so many people who are just they don't even realize that they're just following someone who's following someone who's following someone so that's mm -hmm. why like it's so much darkest dark darkness and brokenness is because of um, the unoriginality so i just kind of wish that that would be promoted more yeah well, you have to kick out the corporations out. Right. And you know, and that's never going to happen. So, <laughs> since you asked. <laughs> well, you know, I, I love originality and, like, I, I actually uh, support that. I, um, you know, I champion that. Um, and I just want people to know that, you know, like, every time I've done something really, really artistic and I've collaborated with another creator, I've allowed them to do what they do in their space. It's for like so the love my logo for example right mm -hmm. i have a graphic designer that i just hired and i was like hey i'm looking for this this and just whatever you can do she sent me a couple things I was like yeah i don't really like that or whatever maybe we can change the color she was like focusing on red and then she was like went to Fort Ballard and all that stuff so that's where she came with the blue and gold and i was like look i just want something simple and clean right like i want to reproduce it on everything um and then like when she does all my flyers and stuff um, I've had people where before I started shooting my own videos, uh, they were shooting videos and stuff and it would turn out phenomenal. And reason being, I let the creators create. Right. Like I don't pigeonhole. Even right. when I've done collaborations or uh, if someone like, like even with Slum and all these other uh, rappers and stuff that I've worked with when they're sending me stuff and telling me what you think about this, that, or whatever, I'm like, okay, well, you know. The only thing I would do is just like, you know, maybe emphasize this a little bit, but overall, dope. You know, you just got to let people be in that space and feel safe in it. Mm -hmm. I think it is because from a business standpoint, we try to say like what a hit is, right? No one knows what a hit is. Like, sonically, there's certain things, yeah. You don't want like, you know, 40 second intro. Right. Like, ain't nobody going to stand around for that. Right. Yes. Technically, on a technical aspect, yes, intros are on hits are very short, like maybe five seconds or so, then it's getting into the song. Um, but as far as how that song resonates with others, they determine the hit, the audience determines the hit. Not like, you know, we're going to push this out or whatever, and we're going to push it so much that people going to just get programmed to listen to it, mm -hmm. and then they'll respond to it eventually. Right. So I, I don't like that yeah. stuff. I like <laughs> I like picking songs off of like albums that people necessarily wouldn't think would be a hit if it was promoted. Actually, I actually made money doing that 
uh, a few times. Okay, cool. I used to put together um, CDs when I was working at Old Navy, and like I did two, I did two or three of them. I had like what was it? Uh, I had Street Hits Volume One, and then like XC in the bedroom or Tranquility in the bedroom, something like that. And I know, like for example, when Jimmy Fox came out with his album Unpredictable. And before he released the other singles, well, J Records at the time. And when I went through that album, and it was only the one song that he had, the unpredictable song as a single, and I listened to the rest, I about picked every other hit that they were going to put out. Mm. And people were like, ah, you know, I was like, look, I just know. I can hear it. Um, and when I hear stuff, I'm not, like, biased towards it. Right. Um, I listen, and I think, like, how will other people respond to this? Mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, I think I think art should, like you said, shouldn't be restricted. Should be expressed, and I think we all would like, you know, what I'm saying, benefit from it. Yeah, we um, would as a collective for sure. So, what do you want to like, you know? Well, how do you want to end your, you know, what I'm saying, your career uh, this year, and how do you want to start it in 2023? I'm gonna I'm gonna end high, start mm -hmm. high. You know, like they say, mm -hmm. the ones who go hard in the fourth quarter, they really show out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I'm just I'm I've been putting all my efforts into going as hard as I possibly can, um, really strategizing, really just putting all my efforts into doing what I was called here to do. So we've been going do, hard, yeah. Do you um have you had any opportunities yet for like where they use your brand uh, for sponsorships and stuff like that? No, I have no sponsorships at the moment, and that's something that um, I would like to start working on. Yeah. Okay. Do you, um, do you feel like, cause you know, like, you know we see it um, with all the major record, major recording artists, and when they you know establish themselves at a certain level, all the more business stuff comes and like you know pulls at them. Do you think that helps the industry, or does it really does it take away from the industry at all? Um, I don't think I understand your question. I'm sorry. What okay, so let's say you have an app to go platinum, right? Mm-hmm. So now. The D's want to do a deal with you, or a hair company wants to do a deal with you, and then now a makeup company wants to do a deal with you, and then mm -hmm. a clothing company wants to do a, do a deal with you. All four of these entities come at you, right? Because they know now you got a fan base, right? That they can tap into, right? Do you think that would take that takes away from the music industry as a whole? Because um, the whole point is like you know for you to have the time to like put out music, mm -hmm. but also to have experiences that you go through, right? And to me. <clears throat> I think those business opportunities sometimes hurt an artist uh, in the music industry in general because now instead of you focusing on what your follow-up going to be or pushing that platinum album to like double platinum or triple platinum or whatever the case may be and giving you that creative time and space for that now you're focused on okay well I got these deal obligations Right. I could definitely see it be uh, t uh, seeing it being like maybe a little overwhelming, but I think everything that we do as an entertainer is overwhelming. Like there's never <laughs> okay. a time for peace. We're always working. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah. So I would actually love that. Mm -hmm. um, I think the only thing that would pos possibly take away from the creativity is just focusing too much on doing what the brand wants you to do, maybe, mm -hmm. and not continuing to do what what brought them to you in the first place mm -hmm. yeah so I, I think as long as you find the balance to be able to give the brand what it is that they need mm -hmm. and then for you to continue doing what it is that you've been doing um 
long as you find the balance, I think I should be fine. Okay, that's what's up. How do you like social media and when it applies and how it applies to your career? Um, so social media is tricky. I love it for the people that I'm able to connect with, especially like when I do shows and um, I gain supporters and we become friends. Like I'm, I'm still at the level where I'm DMing my supporters. I'm like, what's up? You good? You know. Mm -hmm. Um, but also it can be heavy. It's it's a lot of work. It's a lot to keep up um, You got to have your content you got to you know, it's it, it's a lot but um, That's what it was. It was made to do. It was made to be a lot So I'm not against social media But once again, it's all about the balance and you have to have that especially as an artist because you don't want to get like drawn down or, or, or you know be bad like mad or angry because you're not like fitting a certain image mm -hmm. you just got to be comfortable with where you are and what you can create and what you can show like share with the world have you experienced where you put something out and people misinterpret like your intentions and then there's like backlash for it <laughs> well i'm probably gonna get backlash in a little bit because <laughs> check it a friend of mine who you know great friend of mine she listens to me clearly a lot on spotify mm -hmm. so spotify just did this like little curated festival mm -hmm. per whoever's a spotify person mm -hmm. you know if you listen to spotify whoever you listen to the most mm -hmm. so etta james is the headliner mm -hmm. she passed away mm -hmm. i was the headliner mm -hmm. <laughs> for yesterday yeah <laughs> and there's somebody else named six i've never heard of and um, I posted that on my Facebook and I've been getting so many congratulations. So I don't even know how to come back around and be like, y'all, I thought y'all knew this was a joke. Like, uh -huh. James is past. Yeah. How is she going to headline a show? She can't. She can't. So um, I guess hologram. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, so I'm, I think I may get a little backlash from that. But no, not really. Like, people have been really supportive of me. And if there is any backlash, it's something that they keep to themselves. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. But I am prepared for that when it comes. Have you hit the point where people or other artists or aspiring artists who see you move and how you move or hitting you up and wanting you to like mentor them or like put them on game and stuff like that? Um, no one's ever come to me and asked me to mentor them, but people are constantly asking me questions and I see people trying to follow my steps. You know, I mm -hmm. see people doing what I was doing last year and um so I definitely feel like I'm influencing a lot of artists right now, and that's dope to see. Okay. Do you ever think you would fall into a role of a, as an executive at any point in your career? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you What would you like? Okay. So what would be your ideal like artist you would like try to sign and put out there? Um, and what What would you do differently that executives are not doing? allow people to be themselves <laughs> like that's like my main that's my main go-to you know people gravitate towards me and my shows and stuff because it's i'm not i'm not no gimmick i'm not mm -hmm. anything other than the same brandy little that went through all of these different struggles to be here right now mm -hmm. and so i feel like as an executive i would just allow my artists i'm going to allow my artists just to be themselves to express themselves artistically of course there'll be structure but yeah mm -hmm. yeah Okay, so, so I'm trying to think. So, is there anything we haven't covered? No, I think we kind of talked about everything. I have a show December the fifteenth in Marietta okay. at Club Lomi. It's free entry. Um, got hookah, three dollar tacos, seven dollar Casamigos, okay. <laughs> and we. I got the live band, Nobody's Band. We'll be playing. So I hope you guys can make that out. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, I should have this done before then. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, if not. 
Never yeah. mind. Well, you know, hey. It, I don't know. Did I, I say December the 15th or November no, no, the 15th? No, no, December. Okay. No, no, no. Well, the reason I say that is because I have 10 interviews to edit. Right. This is number 11. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I, I try to do them in order. Yeah. You know, yeah, you it's should. a lot. You definitely should. Yeah, you could you just know. probably X that part out there. Or make it real. Right. Um, okay, so let people know how can they get in contact with you if they want to uh, support, you know, stream, all that stuff. And, you know, what do they need to do if. Um, they want to collaborate with you for sure. So my website is brandylittlemusic.com. Brandy is spelled with an I. My Instagram is brandylittle underscore. My YouTube is Brandy Little Music. You can basically find me everywhere just at Brandy Little. The name of my album is Bloom. We are charting in the UK, and you know, since this is four seven eight home base, um, yeah, let's let's start listening to Bloom, y'all. Y'all gonna like it. <laughs> there you go, y'all. Listen to Brandy. She, like I said, she's a dope, talented yeah, artist. Um, I appreciate her music and sound. Um, and y'all make sure y'all go and y'all support stream. Stream. So and come can, to the show. Come to the show. Exactly. And yes. then blow her up or whatever. I'm sure she'll pull some other people and like bring all these resources back and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then if you have not, go and download the Bank That Radio Show app. And also you can send those stars. Yay. I had about you.